Auburn Bank and University Ace Hardware. Now, the voice of Auburn High School Baseball, Scott Bagwell. One year ago, the Auburn High School Tigers came to Phoenix City, Alabama on the road in the Final Four and swept the Red Devils on their way to another state championship. And here we are one year later in the exact same spot with the exact same goal in mind to find a victory against the Red Devils and, and head back to the state championship series. Hello, everybody. Scott Bagwell here. It's a top three matchup, number two Red Devils against the number three Auburn High School Tigers. Let's get to your lineup brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Leading off will be Connor Cosby. Todd Clay will be batting second. Pat McGlon, your third baseman, will bat third. Henry Allen, the cleanup hitter. Walker Zapp, Cade Ballou, Jason Norton, Tanner Waldrop, and Sully Speaks will round out the order. Bryce Sanders, a left-hander, will fire the first pitch home. It's above the letters and a ball. 1-0 the count to Connor Cosby. The lefty right fielder for Auburn High School leads off with a lefty-lefty matchup to start the 1-0. Just missed, 2-0. Cosby on the season, 4.06 average. That leads the team. Nine doubles, three home runs, 17 driven in, slugging over 590. 2-0 the count now to, to Cosby, the wind and the pitch. Off speed, below the knees, 3-0. On base percentage of 504 for Cosby. And we'll get the numbers for Sanders in just a second. Both teams... Undefeated in postseason play. 4-0, they have swept both series. 3-0 on the way to Cosby. Get me over fastball, gets over. It's 3-1. Central took the series two games to one against Auburn. That's why this series is in Phoenix City and not at Auburn. 3-1 on the way to Cosby from Sanders. Off speed in the dirt, it's a leadoff walk. Todd Clay will be the batter. Iso Todd Clay, 355 average, nine doubles, a triple, 34 driven in. On base percentage of 463, and it's a leadoff walk and a leadoff runner for the Tigers. Sanders on the season, 52 and two-thirds innings pitch, a 2.26 ERA, 10 and one the record for left-handed Sanders. Stretch and the pitch, fastball. Gets the call a little bit below the letters, 0-1-1. 53 hits in 52 innings for Sanders. 21 runs, 17 earned, 52 strikeouts, 28 walks now. Sanders will come set, the lefty. Grounder to Johnson at short. He'll flip to second in time, but beating it out at first base will be Todd Clay, the force out. One out now, runner at first base. First ball put in play, and it's an out. That'll bring up Pat McGlon. McGlon on the season, 275, but in the playoffs hitting 333. 23 runs, six doubles, five homers, 19 driven in for McGlon. Clay gets the lead from first. Sanders above the letters, 1-0. We're here in the first, top half, no score. Runner at first with one out here with Auburn and Central. On deck, Henry Allen, the cleanup hitter. Seven, 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 
Sanders comes set, checks the runner over at first. Slide move, and he leaves that one high. 2-0 the count now. We'll set up the defense after this pitch for the Red Devils. Red Devils in all black, Auburn in all blue. Sanders, the senior for the Red Devils, will come set. No look over at first base. Pat laid on that one, two and two. Whippert will be the catcher. Brody Caps at first base. Carson Gilly, the, the second baseman. Landon Russell at third. Caleb Johnson, the shortstop. Nix, Yoxheimer, and Bedford in the outfield left to right. Two and two the count now, or two and one the count now. Stretch move, just a show me move by the lefty. Todd Clay back in plenty of time. Clay, 22 of 23 in stolen bases. Very aggressive on the base passes, Clay. Fastball elevated, swung on and missed, two and two. Against Central, Pat missed game one. Went two for seven with a double and an RBI in the next two games. 2-2 two, two on the way. Hit left field, Caleb Nix ranges over. And it's a foul ball. Clay or Todd Clay was on the move, thought it was going to be down if it reached foul territory, but it lands in fair territory. I'm down the third baseline. The dugout is to my left. I have no view of left field, so anything that happens down the corner is going to be a delayed reaction by me. There's your warning. I can't even see the left fielder, Nicks. Two-two on the way. Call strike three on the outside corner. Good pitch. That'll bring up Henry Allen. Henry Allen will step up, 368 average, 11 doubles, a triple, five home runs, 39 driven in. Hit hard down the third baseline, but foul. 0 and 1. 632 slugging percentage, a 449 on base percentage for Henry Allen. Last week against Alma Bryant, five for eight with three runs driven in. And in the playoffs, hitting a 400, but struggled against Central, two for 10. Off-speed pitch, ground ball up the middle. Johnson snags it, flips to second in time. Nice play by Caleb Johnson, and something that he has done all year long with a 6-4 force out at second base. That'll do it for Auburn High School here in the first. No runs on no hits. There were no errors and a runner left. Bottom of the first we go. Auburn 0 Central coming to bat. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring roll services with a minute in between, from total Scott. and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. 
visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. At South State, the focus is on the customer first. As your trusted financial partner, they're committed to providing more locations, enhanced products and services, and innovative digital banking technology to make your life easier and more convenient. With over 5,000 dedicated team members, South State is one of the leading regional banks in the Southeast, offering robust banking solutions including consumer banking, mortgage, small business banking, commercial banking, and wealth management. Whatever success looks like to you, they have what you need to take the next step forward. Banking at its best. Banking forward. South State Bank. Member FDIC. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Bottom of the first inning, no score between Auburn and Central. On the mound now for the Tigers is senior Ryan Olsen, a 1.94 ERA, 8-1 the record. This is his 13th appearance and 13th start. Three complete games on the season. 54 innings pitched, 39 hits, 17 runs, 15 of those earned, 15 walks, 74 strikeouts. The opponents are hitting 201 against senior Ryan Olsen. The lone blimp on his resume this year was the start against Central. Four innings, six hits, four runs, and all of them earned. Two walks, three strikeouts, 353 Central hit against Olsen. In the playoffs, a 1.17 ERA, 2-0 the record. In his two starts, he went the distance twice. 12 innings, 10 hits, two runs, both earned, five walks, 16 strikeouts. Top of the order, the key here for the Red Devils. As leading it off will be Caleb Johnson. He's hitting 455 on the season, 11 doubles, two triples, 18 RBIs. The switch hitter. Bats from the left side. Olsen, stretch, and the pitch. Fastball up above the letters, 1-0. In the playoffs, Johnson is hitting 507 for 14. That one gets the call at the knees, one and one. Olsen working from the stretch. The one one on the way. Off speed pitch. Which would have been, which was a good one. Might have got the call, but Zap missed the catch, two and one. That was the pitch that he didn't have a feel for against the Red Devils back in regular season play. It's a good-looking curveball right there. Popped up, left side. Got room is the call from the dugout. The left fielder, Sully Speaks, ranges over and makes the play. One out. Again, I have no view down that down that uh, left field line having to rely on the dugouts. Sully gets over there, makes the play, one out. Yoxheimer will be the batter. He's also hitting over 400, 468. Eight doubles, a triple, two home runs, 24 driven in. Bats from the left side. Fastball on the inside corner, 0-1. In the postseason, Yoxheimer, 471, 8 for 17. The 0 1 from Olsen. Late on the fastball, 0 and 2. We'll set the defense for you in just a second. Yoxheimer takes up the whole 
the whole batter's box from that left side. Ole shakes. Time called by at the plate. Walker Zapp, the catcher. Henry Allen at first. Jace Norton, the second baseman. Pat McGlynn at third. Todd Clay at short. Sully Speaks, Cade Ballou, Connor Cosby, the outfield from left to right. The 0-2 from Olsen. Fastball at the letters. As Auburn goes up in the zone, they're trying to get Yoxheimer to chase. One and two. Just missed the inside corner with the fastball, two and two now. And Zapp will have a quick conversation with the home plate umpire. Due to my vantage point, I don't know if the home plate umpire is sitting on inside, middle, or outside corner. I got no view of it. I just have up and down. Two, two on the way from Olsen. Got him swinging. Second out of the inning, that'll bring up Brody Caps. Caps, 314 average, nine doubles, two triples, three home runs, 33 RBIs for the right-handed senior first baseman. In the playoffs, Caps, four for 14 with a home run and three driven in. No score, bottom of the first, nobody on, two outs. Olsen gives the nod. The senior will come set. Stretch and the pitch. Fastball at the knees, 0-1. Good start here for Ryan. The 0-1 from Olsen at the knees, 0-2. It's a low strike zone. Work it if you're Auburn. Only making his 43rd start in his Auburn high school career or check that this is his 43rd game, his 19th start, 16 and five in his career at Auburn High. The 0-2, low, tried to go back there with the fastball. Second one that's gotten away from Zap. <laughs> 175 punch outs and 119 innings pitched for Ryan Olson. The one two from Olson. Called strike three on the outside corner. It's a one-two-three inning for right-handed senior Ryan Olson, and that'll do it for the Red Devils here in the first. No runs on no hits. There were no errors and no base runners left. To the second we go. No score between Auburn and Central. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Welcome back 
to Phoenix City, Alabama. Scott Bagwell here now joined by Jack Hudden as the Auburn Tigers. It's a scoreless first inning. Not surprising. Game one here in the semifinals. You expect to be have a good pitching matchup. And Ryan Olson, one, two, three. Sanders worked around a leadoff walk. And, and here we are. As you saw walking in, Jack, it is a fantastic environment. Oh, what a great environment Central has out here. We got to see their softball field just a couple of weeks ago. And, man, that is a nice facility out there. Just college-level yeah. facilities over here. Brand-new or brand new softball park over there at the school. This one, same setup it's been for so long, right behind the football stadium. We will not talk about what happened there a couple of months ago. Walker zapped the batter, 352 average for the senior catcher. Off-speed pitch above the above the letters, 1-0 the count. Zap, seven doubles, a triple, a home run, 25 driven in. Slugging percentage of 467 on base over 400. For the senior committed to the Air Force, the 1-0. Popped that one up, got out in front of it. In the playoffs, Zap 357. Against Central, hit 364, 4 of 11. Drove in a run. Zap will face off against Bryce Sander, the senior lefty for the Red Devils. The 1-1 on the way. Off the end of the bat in the center field. Jochsteimer has a beat on it. One out. Pretty cool there. I got to see Walker hit his first home run, not only of the season, but of his career a couple of weeks ago against Columbus. He'd fly out the left center field. Couldn't quite turn on that one there, but we know he's got power now in his swing. Big thing that I've seen in the, in the at-bats that Auburn's had in every ball that's been put in play, it's back up the middle. Sanders is a soft-tossing lefty that Auburn, you know, you don't want to get out in front of. The Cade Ballou, the batter. Lefty-lefty matchup here. Fastball high. The other lefty-lefty matchup was a four was a five-pitch walk to Connor Cosby to lead off the game. Cade Ballou on this season, 360, eight doubles, four triples, eight home runs, 33 runs driven in, slugging 760 on the season. The 1-0 to Ballou. All speed, pops it up over our heads, foul. One and one. Three home runs in the playoffs. Hit two against Prattville. Hit another one against uh, against uh, Alma Bryant. Five for 12 on this for the playoffs. But against Central, struggled. One for eight in that series. One, one to Baloo. Above the knees, good pitch. One and two. Cade, one of the few SEC commitments Auburn's got on their roster this year. I believe they've got, I believe it is five SEC commitments. Yep. Cade committed to Auburn. Lefty digs in, awaits the one-two from Sanders. Got out in front of the off-speed, stays alive. We're in the top half of the second, no score between Auburn and Central. We're here playing this. It's not a surprise these two teams are playing in the semifinals. They did it last year. They've been – Auburn's been in the top three all year long. Central started lower, but it's been in the top three basically the last month of the season. Brings up the glove, does Sanders, the one-two. Out in front, down the first baseline. No call if it's fair or foul. It's a bang-bang call. He's out. But my bigger issue is – the home plate umpire or the first base umpire doesn't make a call if it's fair or foul. No call by either. Yeah, you said it. The infield umpire out there at first base or the home plate umpire, nobody makes a decision as to which way that is. So you just kind of roll with it. Cade can't beat it out at first. Bang, bang call over there at first base. Jay Snorton will be the batter. 
Jace is starting to hit it well as of late, 270. The average on the season, five doubles, eight RBIs. The wind in the pitch from Sanders. Swings over the top of that one. 0-1. Jace, 4 for 10 in the playoffs, a 400 average. He's got a double and two RBIs. The 0-1 to Norton. Chopper to Sanders, the pitcher, throws to first and gets Norton by half a step. And that'll do it for the Tigers here in the second. One, two, three. The Tigers go in order and will go to the bottom half of the second with no score. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Auburn at Central. No score, bottom of the second. The combined record of the two starters in this one, 18-2. So not an overly shocking surprise that we're here scoreless in the bottom of the second inning. Landon Russell will be the batter for the Red Devils. Home run pop in this bat. Committed to Auburn University is Russell expected to be the game two starter for the Red Devils. Future teammates, opponents in this one. Fastball just missed. 1-0. I like seeing Ryan starting out with a first pitch fastball on a lot of this. Not sure if he's been doing that so far today. You may be able to speak to that better. He, is, he pitches so well off the fastball, so that kind of that, – that, that really sets up everything else being a fastball changeup curveball guy. That one fouled off one and one. 328 average for Landon Russell. Eight doubles, three triples, six home runs, 33 driven in for the right-handed senior. He hit two home runs last weekend against Baker. One one right there, one and two. Again, if it's below the belt right now, it looks like that's where this home plate umpire wants to call them. It's going to be uh, below the letters for sure. Anything at the letters is going to be called up and out of the zone. The one-two from Olsen. Curveball hit hard back up the middle. First base hit of the game. Didn't try to do too much with it. Did uh, did Russell. And it's a leadoff base runner here for the Red Devils with a single. Yeah, Ryan got ahead in the count there. Got it. One-two. Russell just took it right back up the middle. Well done. Smaller ballpark here at Central High School, Scott. 355 out the left center, 345 out the right center. You did mention during the break a little bit higher fence out there in yep. the center field. But if you get one up today, all 
Kata just dies here at Central yeah. High School. Ball, the ball jumps in the afternoon, but once the sun sets, the ball definitely drops a little bit. Sanders, no surprise is this is this part of the order here for um, for Central. Not surprised that they're going to play a little bit of small ball as he squares around the bunt. 0 and 1 the count. Sanders on the season. 224, 19 of 84, 11 runs scored, two doubles, two homers, 17 driven in. Central trying to get a base runner in scoring position here, and no score. There goes the runner to the down the third baseline. Pat McLaughlin slips. Todd Clay's trying to get to it. Russell head first slide, and Bryce Sanders sees it in front of him, and he's going to get all the way down to second. A perfect bunt. McLaughlin loses his footing, two on in scoring position with nobody out here in the bottom of the second. And Pat made a good read on the ball, came up, bunt was laid down down the third baseline, just kind of like you said, kind of lost his footing right about perpendicular to the rubber over here. Couldn't grab it going by, heads up, base running there by Landon Russell to get all the way around to third base. And, you know, it, that might have been a bunt and run for Central with Russell on the move. Get the bunt down, see if you can swipe third on the throw. But as soon as Russell saw that ball get past, uh, Pat McLean, he was head down and going full head of steam to third base. Sanders saw it in front of him, saw the play was going to third, took second, heads up base running. And now Olsen finds himself in a world of trouble. A, a single on a 1-2 count and then also a bunt that ends up being a single. That one low, 1-0 the count now. Olsen works from the stretch all the time against Bedford. Gets the call on the outside corner. Bedford on the season, 282, six doubles, three homers, 16 driven in. He hit a homer from the nine-hole spot against Ryan Olsen back in the first game of the doubleheader at Auburn. 1-1 one, on one the way from Olsen, off-speed pitch. Zap keeps it in front of him, a backhanded stop. Two and one now. It's a nice stop by Zap. Kind of going to his right. He's able to pick it clean. This is a, it's a it's an interesting spot for Auburn. You might want to pitch around the batter, give yourself some uh, some opportunities to turn double plays. But other thing, you also you pitch it for a strikeout, so you can kind of nibble on the corners. Well, and you're in the bottom of the second only, so you know you don't have to. You, you, you can afford going down maybe a run or two here with runners on. Certainly don't want to do that. However, you just don't want it to turn into a huge yeah. inning. 2-1, swung on and missed, 2-2 two and two now. The thing about that is, in the regular season, the team that scored first, 3-0. And, and with the momentum, the way it was in the regular season, if you can get out of this with no damage done, it's a big momentum swing. 2-2, two, two, big swing and a miss. There's a first step towards it, Scott. You just said it, trying to get out of this with no damage. Well done by Olsen, throwing the fastball right by him. This is the a momentum inning. Every inning is. But once you get two in scoring position with nobody out, this is momentum swing. For either for Central or Auburn, the pendulum is going somewhere. So, and, and Auburn gets the big out there. Carson Gilly, the second baseman, will be the batter. 250 average with a triple six RBIs. This could be a squeeze situation here for Central as well. Low with the fastball, 1-0. Good speed down at third. Bottom part of the order up for the Red Devils. Wouldn't be surprised we saw the Red Devils put down a, a, a squeeze, and it was the straight steel squeeze back in, in the series against Auburn. Auburn will do it as well. 1-0 from Olsen. 
on the outside corner, one and one. Like how Ryan Olson, you mentioned it, works from the stretch all the time. You're seeing more and more pitchers start to do that now. It's just about maybe staying in a rhythm. Yeah. You got runners on base, and you do the same thing you've been doing all game, just pitch from the stretch. Only thing it does from Olson when he when runners on is he he'll pause and he'll do some of the double kick and all that. Can't do that with somebody on base. Otherwise, that is a ball. One and one to count. We're not nobody or nobody in. It's a scoreless game. Two on one out for the Red Devils. Time called once again. One one coming from Olsen. Up out of the zone. Two and one. On deck is Hart Hughes, the eight hole hitter. And again, if this is another situation where you can kind of be selective, try to pitch for the strikeout, because, again, if you load them up, now you're double play away from getting out of the inning. 2-1. Low, 3-1. and one. Yeah, Like you just said, you know, you can nibble on the corners with this guy, trying to set up something, maybe a double play on the infield, maybe you come home to get one. Just don't want to miss middle end right, right. here on 3-1. It might be, might see a changeup, might see the curveball, see if he can get him to roll over something. Corner infields are in, 3-1 on the way. On the outside corner at the knees, 3-2. Again, that, I think that's going to be the adjustment. It's the knees plus has the zone here in the early going in this uh, in this game one series, best of three. Olsen comes set, 3-2 on the way. Got him swinging. Two outs now. Pitch by Olsen right there. Just reared back. That's straight gas, Scott. Back-to-back -back punch outs now. Hart Hughes, the DH, will be the batter. 258 average, four doubles, a home run, 21 driven. And possibly now the at-bat of the first two innings of this ball game. Yes. Get out of this one. And like you said, that pendulum can go one way or the other right here. Hughes digs in. Righty-righty matchup. Olsen with a long look in. The first pitch popped up towards the football field. 0-1 now against Auburn. Hughes one for eight, F struck out five times. Would love to see another one right here in the playoffs. Hughes two for nine with an RBI. Olsen, a long look in, will give the nine. The 0-1, checked off, swung on, and fouled off. 0-2 now. Forgot to mention it, courtesy runner for the Red Devils, Holton Warren down at second for the for the pitcher, Bryce Sanders. Here you go, 0-2. Olsen's got him set up. He can go in the dirt. You hear Coach talking about that. Walker Zapp to be a wall back yeah. there. Anything gets by you. can't let anything get by you. Give up an 0-2 pitch here. Give up a run. If you're going to throw something on speed, you got to you got to put it in the dirt. If you're going to throw the fastball, get it out of the zone. The 0-2. Come on and miss strike three. Foul tip held on there by Walker Zapp, and we mentioned that momentum. It swings to the Tigers on that one. Two hits to lead off the top half of the second inning. Ryan Olson answers right back with three straight punch outs and the Tigers keep the Red Devils scoreless as we head to the third. 
for the Red Devils. No runs on two hits. There were no errors and two runners left in scoring position. We'll be back. We'll have the third. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The official motions for quiet. That's Ed from Auburn Bank looking over another commercial loan application. He's assessing the capital needs of the small business. Long-term local relationships are his specialty. The client's liking it. They're really liking it. They love it. Exactly the hands-on experience they were looking for. Another local business with the capital they need for a big win. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Oklahoma is coming to the Gouge Performing Arts Center in Auburn, May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Tickets available now at gougecentertickets.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E centertickets.auburn.edu. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. As Auburn and Central scoreless. Top half of the third inning. Central had their first big scoring opportunity in the second. One, two, three punch outs by Ryan Olsen. Ends the threat with nobody scoring. Tanner Waldrop will be the batter. Lefty-lefty matchup against Bryce Sanders. Fastball right there. 0-1. Oh a bit of a delayed call from a home plate umpire today with the hand. Had a little bit of trouble with that down at yeah. Gulf Shores this week. Too. You're right, but what I will give the umpire credit for is there's an immediate call. There's a, a quick strike call that's very loud, the 0-1. All-speed pitch. Waldrop keeps it, keeps the hands back 1-1. One one. Waldrop, 11 for 60 on the season. But he has got five doubles, three homers, 15 driven in, and he is hitting the ball well as of late, Four or 517 in the playoffs. 1-1 one, one to Tanner. Swings at the off-speed, 1-2. That's That's been the, the adjustment for Tanner as he's moved up to the varsity level is, is trying, to, trying to lay off the off-speed in the dirt. The 1-2. Gets a piece of it, serves it in the left field. Caleb Nix ranges over, and he will make the play one out. Waldrop just threw the bat out there and hit it down the left field line. Nix able to range over and make the play. With one out, Sully Speaks will be the batter. It was an impressive call by you there, Scott, with left field a little bit shielded from us. A right little here. bit? I can't <laughs> see the left fielder. This is the fifth and sixth, no. I think this is the seventh and eighth time that I've been here at this ballpark. I've never seen a left field. <laughs> Speaks fouls that one off 0-1. It's only been good contact hitter this year from the times we've seen him. Been able to, I've been impressed with his ability to go the other way with the with the bat. Not going to wow you with the power, but can smash that 3-4 hole over there. Also 3-30 average from that nine-hole spot. He's been there all year long. The 0-1 off speed. I think that one caught the top of the top of the zone 0-2. You know, I thought that the bottom part of the order was going to be key. Get some runners on, for, and for both teams, get people on for the top half of the order. That's so dangerous. The 0-2 to Speaks. Fastball up and out of the zone. 
You know, the bottom half for Auburn got things started in game one against Central. The bottom half against for the Red Devils against Auburn continued some things, got some things going, did some things all on their own. So the bottom half is going to be huge. The one-two. Good. High two and two. Good. Hey, let's go. Keep working, son. Keep working. These are two teams that are so similar. 316 average for Central in the season, 320 average for Auburn High School. The 2-2 on the way to, to Speaks. Off speed, pops it up. Middle infield, second baseman Gilly calls for it. He'll give away to the shortstop Johnson, who will make the play. Sullivan able to stay on that as long as he could. Looked like he was expecting fastball on a 2-2, but got an off speed pitch. Able to keep his hands back, just got under it a little bit. Top of the order now, Connor Cosby. He walks back in the first. Second time through the order now for the Tigers. Something big that happened in the last half inning. Again, if you're Auburn, you do not want to see these, th this top half of the lineup over and over again for the Red Devils. They're so good. Cosby lifts that one up and out of play over our heads towards the central student section in left field, 0-1-1. Connor might owe me a new truck windshield after that one, Scott. 0-1. Chopper up the middle to Johnson at short. He'll field on a hot throw across the diamond. Gets Cosby by a step, and Johnson is a very smooth fielding shortstop. He's made all the plays so far. 1-2-3 once again. Go the Tigers as after the leadoff walk by Bryce Sanders. And every single batter since then, which is now nine, there has been an out recorded. We head to the bottom of the third. No score. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. At South State, the focus is on the customer first. As your trusted financial partner, they're committed to providing more locations, enhanced products and services, and innovative digital banking technology to make your life easier and more convenient. With over 5,000 dedicated team members, South State is one of the leading regional banks in the Southeast, offering robust banking solutions including consumer banking, mortgage, small business banking, commercial banking, and wealth management. Whatever success looks like to you, they have what you need to take the next step forward. Banking at its best. Banking forward. South State Bank. Member FDIC. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Caleb Nix will be the batter, 9-1-2. Nix has not played a whole lot this year. A couple of at-bats. He's 0 for 3 in the playoffs. He scored a run. Fastball, back up the middle. Todd Clay fields cleanly on the first, gets the speedy Knicks by half a step. Nice play out at short by Todd Clay. Well, you talked about smooth shortstops in that last inning, and that's a smooth play by Todd Clay. Boy, what a play going to his left, able to pick that up. Almost bobbled it off the hand there, was able to stay with it. Yeah, and the other thing is, Knicks, we found out in football, Knicks runs well, and, and he got down the line well in that one. Todd Clay makes a nice play. Now the dangerous part. 
Johnson, the Oxheimer Caps, one, two, three, do up for are now up for the Red Devils. Johnson flat out to left field. Again, these batters hitting one and two, hitting over 450 on the season, over 500 in postseason play. Ground ball and in the right field, past the diving Henry Allen for a single. Boy, I tell you, they can grow some leadoff hitters here in Phoenix City in Central High School, both diamond sports. Caleb Johnson hit 700 against Auburn, 7 for 10, and again, he's hitting 455. Yoxheimer, who is now the batter, hitting 468 on the season. He struck out last time up, and now it's a runner at first. Johnson, with good speed, will be the base runner as Central starts to get some base runners on. All speed, a little bit low. 1-0 the count now. Pat McGlon paid a good bit up on the grass, taking a couple of steps. He's playing on the grass, and he's taking a couple steps forward on the pitch. Well, Central, they're, they're not afraid of the small ball. They'll get bunts down, move runners over. Popped up, left side, long run for Sully Speaks. And he will. And it will be out of play foul. One on one. Again, absolute blind spot. I am watching the Auburn dugout. Top of the third, no score between Vestavia and, Hew and Hewitt Trustville. The winner of that series will get the winner of this series. In case you are wondering, Hewitt is throwing their ace, Riley Quick. One one. Got him swinging, one and two, fastball up above the letters. Familiar it's name there, Riley Quick. I believe he's an offensive tackle for them as well. He's also, he's, he gave up tackle. football. He was committed to Alabama, four-star recruit, decided to focus on baseball only. One, two, there goes the runner, fouled off by Yoxheimer. 17 strikeouts and 109 at-bats, and Auburn got, a, got number 18 and 110 back in the, in the first inning. It's not something that happens a whole lot with this top half of the order. One and two, like to see Ryan Olson. Love to see him stay on that fastball. Not sure if this is the count you want to do it in as a throw pick off to first. Pick attempts, not in time, one and two. But Olson looks comfortable. Johnson just able to kind of get a Kind of a weekly hit single through that right side. One, two. Auburn has had success climbing the ladder with that fastball two and two now, as that one's above the letters. Now do you stay with fastball or do you go with off speed here, Scott? Well, that's one of the things. If you throw the fastball up, it makes the curveball that much better. Two, two from Olsen. There goes the runner. Fastball. The throw to second. In time. He is out. Walker Zapp with a cannon behind the plate. Comes out of there, beats the chest protector. Yeah, that's well-deserved. Nice throw by Zapp to get the speedy Johnson out at second base. It was a bullet down to second. And for Zapp, that is his eighth runner thrown out on the season. Count goes full now with two outs. He's thrown out a couple of base runners here in the playoffs. 3-2. Yes, and fastball. Lifted up and over, play foul, three and two. Yeah, I'm guessing Ryan will stick mostly with fastball from here on out in this at bat. He has surprised me before. But it's working for him today. The three, two. 
Fastball up out of the zone, ball four. Well, he did what I told He did what I told you, just didn't put it in the right spot. Now you got to face caps. Forty-two pitches for Ryan Olson so far in this one. Only three hits given up. Boy, Olson's looked good. Yeah. Three big strikeouts there in the bottom of the second inning. Let's see if he can put up another zero. Caps the batter, swung on and fouled off 0-1. As Caps been a bit of an Auburn killer, hit a home run in the regular season series last year to give Central the area title. Hit a home run in game two of the series this year to help spark, it was in the first inning, to help spark Central to a the double hitter sweep. The 0-1, there goes the runner, curveball. Throw down is high. Yoxheimer holds the bag and is safe. Was that high? That was a strike. I did not see a strike call, actually, Scott. I was looking for that. I believe that was called a ball. That's a bad call. Two outs, runner at second, one and one the count. The one, one. Right there, one and two. That's a good pitch by Ryan. Come back after a tough call. Just throw a fastball. Just throw a gas right on the inside corner. Olsen with a long look in. The one, two. Ground ball to Todd Clay. We'll play the big hot throw across the diamond in time. And that'll do it for the Central Red Devils here in the third. No runs on a hit. There were no errors and one runner left in scoring position. We're going to the fourth. No score between Auburn and Central. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Back here in Phoenix City. Top half of the fourth inning, no score. Central's had a couple scoring opportunities. The call stealing by Walker's app, huge now because that, that reset the inning completely. 2-3-4, an opportunity. Or 2-3-4, a great opportunity here for Auburn High School to to get something going here. I'll tell you what, they say you never want to speak a no-hitter out of existence, but we'll do just that right now. Bryce Sanders got a no-hitter through three innings. 
Time to change that luck for the Auburn Tigers. Auburn got a leadoff base runner in the first thanks to a walk, nothing since. Todd Clay hit it up the middle into a fielder's choice will be the batter. Sanders picks up the glove and the pitch. Fast, or curveball rather, up and out of the zone. 1-0. Oh, it misses 2-0. Of course, Todd, the winner of the Joe Beckwith Memorial Scholarship earlier this season, headed to Pensacola State. The 2-0 on the way. Low 3-0. Saw him make a heck of a play last inning. And now 3-0 here. Got to be perfect for Todd, but I doubt he'll be swinging. 3-0. All right, ball four. Boy, you got to love postseason baseball, Scott. Man, Todd Clay works a four-pitch walk, throws the bat, flips it like he's just hit a walk-off homer, and screams, let's go to the dugout. Boy, you got to love postseason ball. It's a lot like – this type of game is a lot like the MLB. A runner in an inning is a rally. And so now you got a leadoff on. Auburn second time with a leadoff on. Last time it ended up being a fielder's choice. Auburn could never get that guy to second. Now three, four, five. Let's see what Auburn can do. Hit hard in the left center field. Down on a base hit. Nick's range is over. Gets it before it hits the wall. Todd Clay is going to be held at third. Pat McGlone slides into second. He is safe. Auburn has two in scoring position with nobody out. Let's see if Auburn can take advantage. The Red Devils couldn't in the second. Now Auburn has their swings. McLeod stayed back on that one. Believe he got a fastball there, went down, kind of golfed it out in the left field, and, well, oh, he did more than golf it, actually. He drove that thing out towards the 355 sign out there. Great hit by Patrick McLeod, and the Tigers are set up here. Now, Scott, remember the central uh, bottom of the second in their, in their half of the inning, they had this exact same situation, runners at second and third with nobody out. You mentioned the momentum swing that could happen in these situations. See if Aubrey can swing it back here. As a, a mound visit here, and, and this is the type of the part of the order where Auburn really isn't going to play small ball. There, four, five, six. You're looking to hit the ball in the air, get the ball out to the outfield, drive home the run. Henry Allen, the, the batter, he grounded into a fielder's choice back in the first. You know, and Zap flew out to center. So you know, again, in the series, the team that took advantage of scoring opportunities in the regular season won. That simple. Um, and, and Auburn had a handful of chances at home, didn't take advantage. Central did. And, again, in the series, it's not like these two teams hit that differently. It, against Auburn, Central hit 238. Against Central – or against Auburn, Central at 238. Auburn hit 235. So there's not a huge bit of difference there. Well, of course, you mentioned that. And Bryce Sanders being on the mound, it's it's a little bit, you know, easier said than done. But with runners, with a runner on third and less than one out, you got to find a way to get him home. Absolutely. Off speed, nice pitch. And you know Henry Allen's going to be ready to hit here. 0 and 1. I think Allen was looking for fastball and almost took a big hack at it there. Well, that one, if he throws it again, just take the big hack the other way. Sanders steps off the back of the rubber. Again, Auburn is a team that 
They work the bunt with everybody. I'm, I do not think a bunt is coming here with Henry Allen. <laughs> Big swing and a miss at an all-speed in the dirt, 0-2. And I think there he was again expecting a fastball on an 0-1 count. Bryce isn't. Bryce Sanders, he, he doesn't throw the, the straight one a whole lot. He's going to. He's going to make you he's gonna make you sit back, make you relax, and if you try to, to go out and hit it, you're in trouble because he's he's just not gonna throw it that hard at you. Sanders comes set the lefty ahead in the count 0-2 to Henry Allen. Low in the dirt, blocked up by Whippert behind the plate. One and two. No score, top half of the fourth inning. As Auburn with their first real scoring opportunity here in the fourth inning. Had a runner on in the first, never got him to score an opportunity. Well, and you mentioned, you mentioned the team that's scoring first is, is doing the majority of winning in this series. And so, I guess if you're Henry Allen, you know, you of course want the big hit. You'd love to get a line drive double somewhere. However, a ground ball out to second base will get you a run here. Well, back in the, in the series at Auburn, Auburn had these opportunities and didn't get the run in. So, no, you got to get you got to get the run in. The one, two, all speed. Chopper to Sanders. Run's going to score. Tigers lead one nothing. Pat McGlon takes third. It wasn't pretty. It was sure as heck effective. one nothing. Tigers lead. As we just said it, Henry Allen kind of gets his bat out there, nubs it right back to Sanders. Sanders made a nice play coming off the mound, was able to grab it. Almost got into no man's land, did that ball. But Henry Allen does the job. Tigers up one nothing. So Auburn. Puts one across, now with a runner at third, and this is a big one for Walker's out. And then what you do get out of that, you get another runner down at third base. So, you know, the same situation you'd think might score a run. However, Central going to bring in the infield yeah, yeah. here. Central's going to try to cut this one down. In the dirt, Whipper keeps it in front of him. Good stop back there by the catcher. One and zero, the count now to Henry Allen. Tigers push one across. It's one nothing. Auburn High School leads. Sanders will come set. Off speed, Zap tries to go get it. We've seen the, the change. I believe it's the change up. Curveball normally is upper in the zone. The change up starting at the at the thighs and diving. Auburn struggling right now to keep it back. Last time up, Zap hit a fly ball out to center. Auburn would take that right now to go up 2-0. Yes, exactly. Get anything in the outfield grass that you can. Fastball. Zap laid on it, and that's one thing that once you establish the changeup, the fastball becomes better, even though it's not an outing mile hour fastball. The all-speed's in the zone. The all-speed looks like the fastball. Now it's a better pitch. And every run so critical in an area game Absolutely. like this. Auburn gets a big one with a one. Even I love to get two here. Area game that counts as a Final Four game. <laughs> Zap down to the count, one and two. Stretch and the pitch. Off speed, just missed. Again, the upper part of the zone has not been there for anybody. Sanders can't believe it. The uh, central dugout chirping. Uh, you know, seen that a lot in this ballpark over the years. Two and two the count. You mean it has it been fully respectful all the way around every time? No. <laughs> Kehoe is a fantastic coach, and this program has taken a step in the three years he has been there. 2-2. Two, two. 
called strike three. That one's been there all night long. That fastball at the knees has been there all night long. Zap might have thought it was out, but after you got a break on the previous one, you, you can't take that one. Zap goes down looking for the second out of the inning. Cade Ballou will be the batter. Yeah, Zap not going to like that one. A little bit. Looked like it may have been a little bit below the knees, but as you said, that's been there so far all day. If it's above the shins, it's been a strike all day long. Cade Ballou will, mount, will now be the batter. Runner at third with two outs. He grounded out to the first baseman on a bang-bang play, which might have been fair or foul. I'm not sure still. And the pitch low, 1-0. Well, tough to not get a runner from third home with less than less than two outs. But, again, if you're Auburn, you still got the opportunity here. Pick up a hit. Yep. Get that run in. Two out RBIs get you to baseball heaven. Auburn has 80 of them on the season. And Cade Ballou has 11 of them. Hit well down the left field line. If it's fair, it's trouble. It is a foul ball. Trying to be your eyes over here, Scott, if I can. All I got to do is watch Coach Simo. <laughs> watch Simo if that right arm starts to swing, and I knew it was going to be fair. Well, a good swing on that one by Blue. May have just missed the line down there. One and one the count. Sanders comes set to 1 1, off speed, up and out of the zone, 2 and 1. Central's going to be, even though it's a lefty lefty matchup, they're going to be careful with Cade Ballou. Eight home runs on the season. And, and Jay Snorton on deck. Boy, Cade, one of the reasons you're excited, not just about this year, but about the future of this team. Cade, you know. Certainly going to be a centerpiece around this team in the years to come. 2-1 in the dirt. Whippert with a fantastic job. That curveball landed about a foot in front of the plate, the old 59-foot curveball. Whippert saves a run, keeps that one in front of him, 3-1. Wild pitches is how Auburn beat Central in game two last year in the final four. Auburn won 2-1, and two runs scored on the wild pitch. Come on, Kay. Come on, Watson. Blue digs in way ahead in the count, 3-1. Don't be surprised to see an off-speed here. Good. Fastball at the knees. It's been there all night, three and two. Yeah, I thought they would try to maybe nibble at the corner with a breaking ball right there with first base open. However, they chose to go after him. Well, if you can throw the fastball at the knees, that's the that's a great pitch to throw 3-1 because nobody's looking for it. 3-2. Off-speed, out in front of it, pulled foul. Count stays at three balls and two strikes. We're in the top of the fourth. One nothing. Tigers have finally pushed one across here in the in the fourth, which is the first run of the game, off of Auburn's first hit of the game. A walk, a double, and then add a ground out that results in a run. Blue about to see his eighth, seventh pitch of the at bat. Off speed, hit hard. Right at Gilly, though. The second baseman will field, throw it on to first, and Auburn scores one but has another opportunity to go by the wayside. A run on a hit. There were no errors, and a runner left 90 feet from home. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Tigers lead 1-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fitner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission? Serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Welcome back to Phoenix City. Auburn High School leads this one by a count, uh, count of 1-0. 4-5-6 do up. Landon Russell, uh, Bryce Sanders, and then Preston Bedford. This is the order that had two on in scoring position, nobody out. Russell, maybe the most power. Now, no, no, maybe has the most power on this central baseball team. Singled on a one-two curveball in his first at-bat. Olsen from the windup, as always, and the pitch, fastball, fouled off towards the football stadium, 0-1. Always a debate about whether a hitter is more of a contact, more of a power hitter. Landon Russell certainly probably in both categories. Landon Russell is the – the thought process in the last couple of years, fastball high and in, one-on-one. Fastball are the uh, the thought process of launch angle, swing hard, don't care if you miss, applies to Landon Russell. With that said, it's not like he's missed, swung and missed a whole lot this year. He's got 116 at-bats and 18 strike or sorry, 22 strikeouts. Ground ball to McGlon. He'll see look through the sun on to first, and also Russell gets down the line well. A 5-3 put out for the first out. Well, and you mentioned that. You're seeing so much more of that even in the MLB right now. You know, launch angle and exit velocity is so important that where you may take an 0-2 pitch and maybe kind of try to choke up on the back beforehand, no, it's take a shot at it. You know, we're going to take our analytics and, and give you another swing at a home run about it, 500 feet. It, well, my thing is in the major leagues where they field 990%, fine. In, in high school where Auburn High is a pretty good fielding team, but they field it at 950. It's a big difference. Put it in play. Put it in play. Outside corner, 0-1. Olsen working from the stretch, as always. The 0-1, 51 pitch of the night. Foul straight back. 0-2. Scott, what do you think about two-way players? Maybe not only you see so much of it in high school, obviously, but in college it's kind of dying out, and then in the professional leagues you're only seeing really one guy has been able to do it in the last, you know, 100 years almost. Do you think it's something that will ever get up to the college game? It's so tough to do. The 0-2. Call strike three, fastball at the knees. It's been there all night both ways, two outs. My thing about the two-way players is in high school, there's no reason not to do it if you can do it. In college, same. 
it's a different beast at the major league level. Now, I think if you can, if, if the guy has the talent, why are you limiting him? Let it happen, especially with the DH being universal. Don't play him in the field. Let him be a DH and see if he can pitch. I'm inclined to agree with you. Bottom half of the fourth, one nothing. Auburn leads. Fastball right there, 0 and 1 and 0. Had me fooled. I thought I heard it too. Preston Bedford, the batter, he struck out back in the second. 1 0. Popped up, left side. Todd Clay ranging back, and Sully Speaks calls for it. He'll make the play. And it's a 1-2-3 inning there for Ryan Olsen here in the bottom half of the fourth. Three up, three down, go the Red Devils. We head to the fifth. 1-0 Auburn High School leads. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Oklahoma is coming to the Gouge Performing Arts Center in Auburn, May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Tickets available now at gougecentertickets.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E centertickets.auburn.edu. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! Top five. Here in Phoenix City, Auburn High School leads this one by a score of 1-0 as Auburn will send 7-8-9 to love to see the bottom part of the order get something set for the top half, which can then maybe maybe bust this thing open a little bit. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Jack Hudden back in the Auburn Network studio is Jacob Goins. As Jack has been all over the state this week, went down to Gulf Shores and saw a couple of heartbreaking games for the Auburn High School softball team. And then uh, was nice enough to come over and join me here in Phoenix City. If there is a game three, he'll have the call for you tomorrow, have all the action at high noon. And a quick shout-out to the softball team. 0-4 in area play in the regular season. Came back and almost won the area tournament. We're able to get to the regionals. Jay Snorton, your batter. That one up and out of the zone. 1-0 the count. Just an impressive postseason. We enjoyed getting to do the inaugural season on here on the Auburn Network. I heard you were told you were too loud down at uh, Gulf Shores. I was told I was too loud. Don't worry, <laughs> it's, a, it's an Auburn Network thing because I was told I was too mean to officials when I did basketball play-by-play. -play. They didn't even hear one of my uh, broadcast of Auburn versus Central in the Final Four from this past fall. The 1-0 swung on and foul back 1-1. Needless to say, my volume did not decrease after that. Kept the same, kept the same volume there. One on one, the count here. Nobody on, nobody out. We're in the top half of the fifth. One nothing, our score. Jace Norton, the batter, committed to Mississippi State, the junior. The one one on the way. Off speed, high above the numbers. Two and one.
Two one. Hits the bull. Three and one. Name that movie, Jack. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I've, I, I was trying to think of one that may have not been it. Oh, yeah, that's Major League. Duh. <laughs> The Bull Durham, Bull Durham. Three and one, the count now to Jay Snorton. Seven hole hitter for the Auburn High Tigers. Tigers lead one nothing. Sanders brings up the glove to three one on the way. Ball four. Ball four. Nice job by Jace Norton. Just getting on base. That's just, you mentioned it last inning. That's just what you got to do. You get a base runner, it's a rally in this one. Well, I went through the stats and it was shocking to me. When Auburn played Central earlier this year as a hitting team, they struck out 17 times and walked three. It's a, not a good ratio. Now, they also got hit by six pitches, but still, 17 to three is not a good mix for for an offensive club. I was going to ask you if that was good. <laughs> Tanner tries to bunt his way on. It's a fair ball. It's going to be an E2. Sack, bunt, E2, two on, nobody out. You mentioned it, Scott. Put it in play. Tanner Waldrop does, probably trying to lay down a sacrifice bunt. Maybe not bunt for a hit there, but it works out for him, and he's on first base. Tigers with some business going here in the top of the fifth inning. Well, i tell you what happened. Whippert, because it, it, it was a bunt that landed right in front of the plate and went straight up. Whippert was thinking, get the runner at second. And it goes in as a catcher. You're different than an infielder. Infielder, you're taught if you can, field it with your glove, field it with your glove. That mitt is so different. If you can barehand it, you want to barehand it. And that hits the top of his mitt and goes away. And now it's two on and one out. An E2 on the play. On the sack bunt. And now Sully Speaks will be the batter. I smell bunt. Yes, he did, 0-1. Pick attempt. Norton gets back. Ball bounces away from Johnson. As as that was an interesting play. It was a wheel there by the shortstop. Norton has to book it back to second, thinking a pick was on. But the pitch goes home. Speaks tries to still get the bunt down, and then Norton tried to get back his secondary lead. Ends up having to scramble back to second base. And Coach Simo is going to have a talk with the field umpire. And I'm not sure what he wants to have a conversation about. I'm not sure if Johnson put a knee down in front of the bag, trying to keep Norton away from uh, – from getting the second, I think the knee went down to smother the ball. I don't think it had anything to do with the ball, with the runner trying to get to second. Then again, Johnson's a, a long player. He's been a three-year starter out there. He, that might have exactly been he was trying to do. It didn't really look like anything that was necessarily of ill intent there. But oh, and my coach Simo to just check on it. Oh, and one the count. There goes the wheel once again by the Red Devils. Speaks tries to bunt the. Curveball, it's in the dirt, 0 oh and 2. And, you know, it's something that Central, I think Smith Station has done it. I haven't seen a whole lot of people do it. The shortstop wheels around, acts like it's a pick, then flashes in front of the base runner and trying to create a blind spot. If you time it right, then you can get a pick. But the thing there is, Coach Simo's responsible for, for making sure if that, if that second baseman's sneaking in to tell the base runner down at second to get back. It's a big at bat right here. Down to the count, 0 and 2 for Sully Speaks. Let's go, See Sully. if the bunt is on, on or if it's, you know, be try to find kid. a way to get the runner over hey, to shoot third. Hey, kid, shoot it, Sully. Trust the hands, big guy. 
Sanders will come set. Into center field, Norton not able to go as that one went straight to Yoxheimer out in center field as Sanders tried to pick attempt and airmailed that one. That time you saw the runner go, the, the shortstop go in front of the runner. The second baseman tried to sneak in behind Norton. Everybody saw it, yelled back. Norton was going to be back in time. Sanders threw it into center field, but not far enough to advance as Yoxheimer did his job of backing up the throw. 0-2 to Speaks. Good. Misses outside. One and two. I, I didn't think that one was that close. No, I didn't Todd either. Clay uh, looks at me and tells me that I was wrong and that Speaks might have should have offered that. It thought it might have had the outside corner. One and two the count. See, I see a ball on the board. Yeah, but the other thing is, is might have been a close one. You need to swing at the next close one. Time called. That is the one thing about being here at Central. On deck and in the hole get to hear the play-by-play, -play, and then they look at me and tell me if I'm an idiot or not. <laughs> Let's go, son. Come on, do a job, son. They're just not job, recognizing son. the wisdom. <laughs> one, two. Off speed, bunted back to Sanders. He's going to look everywhere to throw is to sec, or to first, rather. Gilly was a little late getting there. It's a two-out sack bunt, perfectly executed by Speaks. Two in scoring position with one out now for the top of the order. That is such great execution by Soli Speaks. He gets down in the count, 0-2, then takes a ball outside, makes sure he gets it to 1-2. and two. And on two strikes, of course, if you bunt it foul, you're out of there. Soli Speaks gets the bunt down in fair territory on a breaking ball. Yeah. Very well done by Soli Speaks. We'll see if the infield comes in now with the runners at second and third, and it looks like they will. Connor Cosby on the day walked and grounded out to the shortstop. Base hit would be huge here. Wind blowing out to right center field for Cosby. Lefty-lefty matchup here with the infield drawn in. Trying to cut down the run also increases the, uh, the number of holes, takes down the range for the infielders. Off speed in the dirt. Cosby keeps the hands back there, 1-0. Also, Cosby handles the bat well. This could be a suicide squeeze opportunity here for Auburn. Connor, kind of the new modern version of the prototypical leadoff hitter. He handles the bat really well. Got some pop in his swing as well. Over 400 average for the Tigers on the season. That leads the team. On base percentage over 500. One out in front of that one, hits it towards the central dugout, into the central dugout, 101. So from our vantage point, kind of looks like when he taps that foul, it almost looks like it's out in front. What do you do if you're a runner there, Scott, when you kind of a ball hit right out in front like that? Are you taking a chance or are you just kind of trying to read it? Uh, you gotta you got to make sure you're able to score on it. Also, another good change up there by Bryce Sanders. The 1-1. Another good changeup, one and two. It's been his best pitch. Yeah, yeah, he really has. Starts about belt high and then just drops off the table. It's almost a split change how it drops. Well, the other thing is, is he throws the fastball kind of up in the zone. You're keeping the eye level right there so you can't get a good read on it. Cosby down on the count, one and two. Asks for time and gets it. Got to have contact here. Got to have contact. Whatever happens there happens, but got to have contact and see if you can get that run in from third. Auburn leads 1-0 here, top half of the fifth. Two in scoring position and one out. Leadoff hitter Connor Cosby down to the count, the ball in two strikes. 
in front of him. They're going to check down. Did he go? No, he didn't. It was close. It sure was. It was close. I think he held the ball back. It was close. Yeah, and that bat kind of got out in front. He whipped it back just a little bit. Oh, that was close. Auburn does get the benefit of the call, though. Two and two the count. Three straight off-speed pitches to Cosby. All three of them in the dirt. Love for Connor to find that hole up the middle. See if get both of those runs home. Central goes back to the changeup, or do they try to elevate a fastball here? Sanders comes set, 2-2. Two, two. Fastball in the dirt, Whippert's. He got away from him. Norton doesn't get a good read on it. Waldrop got a great read on it at second, got a huge secondary lead. 3-2 now the count. And you can see Norton kind of shaking his head there. I think he knows that he's quick enough to be able to get home on the ball. Well, it's one of those, I think, if like his that. secondary lead is going towards home, maybe it's there, but you're also, you don't want to get picked. You don't, you're not trying to run into an out at home right here. Yeah. Much rather let your 400 hitter try to drive you in. Three and two now the count to Cosby. Stretch and the pitch. Off speed, just missed. Ball four, bases loaded. Connor had to think about that one for a second. Wasn't sure if it's going to be called a ball or a strike. But Connor does work a lot. Nice at bat by the leadoff hitter. And now you bring up your two, three, and four guys. This is who you want in the lineup. This is who you want up in this moment in the game. The first, I think that was the first curveball the at bat, and it kind of froze Cosby. It just missed outside. Todd Clay, the batter. Fielder's choice. He's walked, and he scored the only run of the night for the Tigers. Well, for anybody. It's 1-0 here in the fifth top half. Sanders steps off the bat. And now the middle infield will go to the to double play depth. Also, the squeeze probably out of play. Will it be on a, field, or a force out at home? Sanders steps off the back. Another big moment here. You see Todd Clay maybe a little Todd, frustrated. Todd Clay is a guy that, that he doesn't like the pause in the game. He's in the bat. He's in the batter's box. He's ready to go. He loves the cat and mouth game of, the, of hitting, but he's ready to hit right here. And Central trying to get a, a cheap out somewhere. Todd Clay still frustrated at the plate. He's ready for the ball. He's ready to see a pitch. And if I'm Central, I throw a change up in the dirt. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. Throw him an off-speed. He's out there aggressive now. He wants to hit. Fastball low, 1-0. He gave him the fastball. Bases loaded, one out here in the fifth. Auburn leads 1-0. The word spark plug comes to mind when you think about Todd Absolutely. He, he is the energy source for this Auburn High School baseball team. Time called there by Todd Clay as Sanders is taking his sweet time. Now, I will say this. I don't know if the sign came from the dugout to do so because I see some action, but it looks like the the, the looks like the pitcher is ready in the bullpen. 1-0. Ground ball to Gilly at second. On to first. Not in time. No! No way! Oh, my goodness. 
Well, it looks safe, Scott, but unfortunately for Auburn, the out call comes. Goodness gracious. That is so bad out at first base. It's not close. He's safe. Good grief. He's Todd safe Clay, by who, Todd Clay, who runs well, it's down the line. It wasn't that hard hit of a, of a ground ball on the infield. Goodness gracious, he looks safe to me. 4-6-3 double play ends the threat. And the Tigers had him loaded and hit into an inning-inning double play because of a bad call. one nothing. Auburn High School leads. We head to the bottom of the fifth. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent $5,000 on huh? conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Franklin Tire & Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire & Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Tigers lead 1-0 here, bottom half of the fifth inning. We mentioned going to break. A call that really could be huge in this game, but if you're Auburn, you got to flush it. Nothing you can do about it now. you got to come back out get three outs. 7-8-9 due up for the Red Devils. Gillies big swing and a miss. From our vantage point, Scott, it, it looked like your Todd Clay, who runs really well, didn't hit that hard of a ground ball out to second base. Gilly, he was he's out of the box. The throw on the first in time. <laughs> what are we doing here? Gilly trying to bunt his way on the back foot, front foot, the bat, everything, and its mother out of the box on contact. He's out by three steps at the plate, at the bag, one one out in the inning. And for just to wrap up that last one, Todd Clay, who does run well. Ball wasn't hit all that hard. In that last inning ball gets dug out at first base, too. We thought he was safe by a mile over here. Well, the first base coach also came over and said he was safe by step. So there you go. First pitch on the way. Fastball up and out of the zone to Hughes. We DH. just sound like a couple of homers now, don't we? Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship in the AHSAA education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the court and in the bleachers is good sports are winners no matter what. Support high school sports athletics with good sportsmanship, no matter if you agree with the call or not. They call that pointed marketing. Uh, they call it I'm um, petty. The 1-0 on the way. Right there. 1-1. Well, we mentioned it, but big to get the first out for Ryan Olsen here. And if you're the Auburn Tigers now, you just got to come out and you got to keep playing. You, unfortunately for us, we can we can keep talking about it and yapping about it over here. Big swing. They got to forget it. 
two and two now. Is it two and two? No, it's one and two. I think it's one and two, yes. Yeah. Well, the big thing is is going one, two, three is huge because then the top of the order is up with nobody on in the six. Two, one, or the one, two. See you, bye. Called or swing and a miss, kind of, on that one. Another punch out for Olsen. Two out, somebody on for the nine-hole hitter, Caleb Nix. So a, a call we don't agree with. And then two up next inning is Caleb Nix, who was at the heart of the call, 150 feet over on the football field last November. Timing, man. Nix digs in, grounded out to the shortstop, back in the third. Laid on the fastball, 0-1. Bottom half of the second, Hewitt Trustville leads Vestavia 2-0. Yes. The winner of that series will face the winner of this one. The 0-1 for Molson. Off speed. Yes, he did. 0-2. Ryan only up to 60 pitches now. Trying to get out of here under 65. That'd be a big one through five innings. If Ryan can keep going just on this pace. He's going to be able, may be able to go the whole game today. The 0-2 on the way to Knicks for Molson. Stretch and the pitch. Fastball low, gets past Zap, one and two. I think Olsen, you mentioned earlier, but Olsen, it's obvious he kind of settles in as that top of the order starts to die down, get away from him. Olsen really able to work these counts and, and get ahead in these counts. Maybe in the top, maybe about, you mentioned it, three or four batters. Can be a struggle. One, two, called strike three, got the bottom part of the zone. And that'll do it for the Red Devils here in the fifth. One, two, three. It goes Central. We head to the top half of the sixth inning. Our score one, Central zero. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, everybody. This is Brandon McCurdy, loan officer at Auburn University Credit Union. AUCU is proud to present Tiger Takes at 5.30 every Wednesday on The Drive at ESPN 106.7. Auburn Opelika sports leader Bill and Dan will be chatting with Auburn University's first baseman, Sonny DeShera, getting his insights regarding Auburn baseball. That's Wednesdays at 5.30 on The Drive for Tiger Takes, presented by Auburn University Credit Union. Finance with family. Visit myaucu.org to learn more. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Back here in Phoenix City. Tigers lead 1-0. 3-4-5 do up for the Tigers. It would be a big opportunity here for Auburn to get some insurance, any type of insurance. Yeah, big for them to come out there in the bottom of the fifth inning after a frustrating a end. But they were able to go 1-2-3. Olsen settles in and now have a chance to punch right back. And you know, 3-4-5 is definitely what you want in this Auburn lineup. Started off with Pat McLaughlin who doubled, I think, back in the fourth inning. He did. 
Back in the fourth, he doubled. And then Henry Allen drove in the run. Laid on it. He got an off-speed pitch that he could hit and just end up hitting out to right field. That was a that was a swing he would like to have back, one out. That's one of theirs where you pull the trigger, and right when you do, you think, nah, wish I had that one back. McGlon kind of got sawed off on the inside, just popped it out to right field. Good pitch by Sanders. This pitch well, as has Ryan Olson. Henry Allen with the only RBI will be the batter. Fielder's choice and a ground out. Low. First one that we've seen that's kind of been close on the lower part of the zone that's been called low, 1-0. The 1-0. Tried to blow the fastball past him. Allen just missed it, 1-1. Top half of the sixth inning. Tigers lead 1-0. A run on a hit, no errors. No runs on three hits and an error for the Red Devils of Central High School. The 1-1 on the way to Henry Allen. Hit hard but foul, 1-2. On deck, catcher. Walker Zapp. Well, you at least like if you're Auburn to get a base runner in this inning. Just make the Red Devils just work a little bit. Don't want them to get any momentum going back into the dugout. Top half of the order. The, top, the bottom of the six is going to be a huge inning for Auburn. And Central. One, two. Not close. All speed doesn't move on that one, two and two. As a little cloud cover moves in. Problem is, them clouds are great. <laughs> little dark cloud cover. Yeah. Two two. Hit well in the left center. That ball is out of here. Over the scoreboard, a two two off speed pitch. Apotaco for Henry Allen. Tigers lead two nothing. Scott, we said important for Auburn to get a base runner in this inning just to put a little pressure on the Red Devils. And Henry Allen says, I'll do you one better. How about a run in this inning? Push this lead out to a couple for the Tigers, and now they're in good shape. Over the scoreboard out in right center field. Henry Allen got all of that one. A solo blast the other way for the Auburn sophomore first baseman. Tigers lead this one 2-0. And Auburn has now homered in six, seven straight games. They homered in game three of the Central Series. They homered against Columbus. Uh, they homered in every single game in the playoffs so far. Fastball hits the ball again, 1-0. Now you're going to get some chirping from the Auburn dugout. Landon Russell, the senior, goes out and has a word with Bryce Sanders, the other senior. Well, you talked about that momentum, Scott. That pendulum has swung to the Auburn Tiger dugout right now. Let's hope they can ride it through that bottom of the sixth inning. Well, here's the big thing is, again, bottom of the sixth, top of the order due up for Central, which includes two hitters hitting over 450. The one Hit hard to Landon Russell. And he'll throw a fastball across the diamond in time. Two outs. Tough to get one by that left side of the infield for the Red Devils over there. Landon Russell in the game back in Auburn in the doubleheader. 
took a ground ball off the shin. Chased it down five feet in front of him, grabbed it, and threw it 95 miles an hour across the diamond. He is an impressive baseball player. Is that any good? It's not bad. Cade Ballou will be the batter. Nobody on, two outs here. He hits it well to left field. Caleb Nix going back. He's looking up. That one hits off the top of the wall. Cade Ballou thought it was gone, and it's a long single. Well, well struck by Cade. Bounces off the wall, but man, for Cade, you got to be, you can't get into the mindset here of, of celebrating. I know it's a huge game. I know you're trying to play with some swagger, but Cade Blue just going to end up on first base. And now the Tigers have some work to do just to get him in scoring position now. Yeah, well, here's another issue for Cade Blue is did he get touched by first base coach Josh Cumberland? If he did, he is out. Umpire's going to talk about this one. First base umpire called safe. I don't think he see it. This is going to come down to the home plate umpire. Did he see it? Cade Blue missed a home run the other way by two feet, maybe less. He thought it was gone. He hit it well, but it died. Is he out or is he not? Looks like nobody saw it. This is not going to make the coaching staff over at Central happy. Yes. We have a very upset coaching staff over on the Red Devils dugout. A.J. Keyhole is going to go have a conversation with the home plate umpire. Well, and if you're Auburn, from a, from a game perspective, you know, Auburn wins that pitch with a hard single out the left field. Should have been a double. Just missed a homer. Cade not running out of it. And even more so not running out of it, he wasn't looking at it. Kind of playing, like and we mentioned, with trying to play with some swagger. The other thing is Caleb Nix played it perfectly in left. Off the wall, got it in to keep Cade Ballou to a single. Missed it by about a foot. I didn't see if, if, if uh, Cade Ballou got touched over there at first base. No idea. As runner at first with two outs. 2-0 two Auburn leads here, bottom of the six. And we might have a pitching change here. If Auburn did get the benefit of a call there, the good thing about it is, is that they're still batting in this inning. Not only do they get a run, but they then believe they get. Well, we'll I'm see. I'm not sure what's going on here. But it's a pitching change. We'll have the new pitch when we come back. Tigers lead 2 nothing. We're in the top half of the six, and Auburn is into the central bullpen, but there are two outs here in the inning. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories, to professional printing, to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes, or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. 
Welcome back to Phoenix City. The new pitcher for new pitcher for Central is Hunter Whippert, the brother of the catcher Hayden Whippert. Hunter is one of the main arms out of the bullpen. I didn't know which arm you would see. With it being two nothing, there's a couple of different arms that that Central could have gone with. They go with Whippert. 27 innings pitch. This is his 13th game, 10th out of the bullpen, 3.59 ERA, 0-2, 4 saves, 25 hits, 14 runs, all earned, 29 strikeouts, 12 walks. In the playoffs, a 1.75 ERA with a save. And against Auburn, he went two innings to get the save and did not give up a run or a hit, did not walk anybody. So we'll see what, what – what Albert can do here, they get an extra swing. You know, if, if he was touched at first, he's out. If he's not, he gets to stay at first. Auburn gets an extra swing. I would argue the umpires owe Auburn a run. So we'll see what happens from here. Again, top of the order due up next for, uh, for the Red Devils in the bottom of the sixth. That's going to be huge. He saw Kate Ballou come over, talk to his head coach, Matt Simo. I don't know if I've ever seen Coach Simo have a, I guess, a abbreviated smile. That must mean he's mad. Yes. Stretch and the pitch. Good. Misses out 1-0. The, th the, the thing with Cade is he has he might be the most talented player on the team. And that's, that's one where you're like, hey, Cade, you hit it hard, but you got to be running until you know it's gone. Got a late start. Might have been a hit and run there. One and one the counts. That one's fouled off. Ballou, 29 of 30, stealing bags on the season. Cade probably the closest thing Auburn has to a five-tool player. Well, it's because he is. <laughs> He's got big arm in center field, hit for power, hit for average, and can run. And fields the ball pretty well. But, yeah, you're right. If you're When you're talking about a prototypical five-tool athlete, it's what Cade looks like. All-speed ground ball to the shortstop Johnson, and he'll win the foot race to second, and that'll be the last out of the inning. But Auburn gets a run thanks to the solo shot by Henry Allen. A run on two hits. There were no errors and one left. We go to the bottom of the six. It'll be a big one. Tigers lead 2-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Club. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. Homegrown and member owned. Would you like a lower interest rate on your loan? Refinance at Four Seasons Federal Credit Union and pay less interest over the life of the loan. Some members have saved thousands of dollars. Visit apply.fourseasonsfcu.com or stop by a local branch. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender, subject to membership and credit approval. Some exclusions apply. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Here it is, top of the order, due up. One, two, three, Johnson, Yoxheimer, and Caps. 
Yoxheimer hitting 468, Caps hitting 455 on the season. Here's that big inning you've been talking about, Scott. Can the Tigers get through the top of the order one more time? Can they get through the top of the order with the lead intact? Olsen will come set, stretch in the pitch. Off speed, stays up, didn't move. Johnson flew out to left, he singled and was thrown out trying to steal second, which ended up being a big play because Yoxheimer then walks. It would have been first and second with two, with one out for three, four, five due up. 1-0 from Olsen, outside. A little, little Juan Soto stretch there from Johnson. 2-0 the count. Olsen comes set, two up. Swung on and missed. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. W242AX Auburn and WGZZ HD2 Waverly. Light Favorites. 96.3 W. Lee is a broadcast service of Auburn Network Incorporated. 96.3 W. Lee. 2-1 fastball just misses the inside corner. Our situation here, bottom of the six, two nothing, Auburn High School leads. Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hudden back in the Auburn Network studio is, jo is Jacob Goings. That one right there, three and two. Johnson didn't like the call. Looked like a good pitch from here. I'm guessing the, the argument from the batters is, is the corners. Three and two the count. Olsen gives the nod, working from the stretch. Time called by Johnson. And Hewitt. The Huskies lead Vestavia 2-0 in the bottom half of the fifth inning, but Hewitt looking for more. Riley Quick with nine strikeouts. 3-2 from Olsen. Fastball hit to the central dugout as everybody goes scattering. Count holds it, three balls and two strikes. Well, the big thing here for Olsen, you, you hear so much about leadoff batters getting on, and it's funny that most of the time, leadoff walks actually come around to score more often than leadoff singles sometimes. If you're Olsen, live in that strike zone, just don't walk the leadoff batter. They hurt more than leadoff singles. 3-2. Off speed, misses out. Jax Yoxheimer will be the batter. He's struck out and he has walked. First leadoff runner on for the Red Devils since the second. Wind blowing out to right center field for Yoxheimer. 468 average, that leads the team eight doubles, a triple, two home runs, 24 RBIs. Johnson gets the lead from first. Hit hard to Jace, to Todd Clay on the first. Bang, bang, he's out. Now we're even. Four, six, three, double play. We'll put two outs and nobody on here in the third. Maybe a makeup call if you want to say pretty I'm close play at first. I'll say this. Every single close play has been an out. He's gonna call it, he's gonna call you out if it's close. Very close at first. And as you can hear from the Auburn dugout, not out of it yet. Brody Caps, the batter. Off speed, a little bit low, a little bit outside, one and oh. Caps struck out looking in the first. He's grounded out to the shortstop in the third. Well, how huge is that to get Yoxheimer? on a double play to Johnson. 1-0 lined into center field. Cade Ballou, diving catch out in center field. 
Put that one in SportsCenter Top 10. What a catch from Cade Ballou. There's your five-tool player. No runs on no hits. There were no errors and no runners left. We head to the seventh and the final inning in regulation. Tigers lead 2-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. At South State, the focus is on the customer first. As your trusted financial partner, they're committed to providing more locations, enhanced products and services, and innovative digital banking technology to make your life easier and more convenient. With over 5,000 dedicated team members, South State is one of the leading regional banks in the Southeast, offering robust banking solutions including consumer banking, mortgage, small business banking, commercial banking, and wealth management. Whatever success looks like to you, they have what you need to take the next step forward. Banking at its best. Banking forward. South State Bank. Member FDIC. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Top seven. Tigers lead 2-0 here after a couple of fantastic defensive plays there. Tanner Waldrop late on the fastball. Tanner, Reese on an air on a sack bunt. And he has flat out to left field. Scott, you may have this. That'd be interesting to know how many double plays Yoxheimer has hit into this year. Well, probably not a whole lot, I can tell you that. Auburn, I can tell you, uh, late on the fastball again was Tanner. <laughs> Auburn has now turned 13 double plays. See if they show the fastball once again. Yep, late on it again. One out. Well, not a great at-bat by Tanner there. Kind of leaves it a couple of fastballs late. Hopefully Sully Speaks can pick him up right here. And, you know, Hunter, Wall Hunter Whippert, mid to upper 80s on the fastball, sophomore. So, again, like we talked about Auburn having a lot of young talent, a lot of it for Central as well. Here's the fastball. Hit it if you can. Ground ball to Gilliatt second on the first, two outs. Thing about that is Auburn, if Landon Russell is the pitcher in the next game, <coughs> Auburn's going to see a lot of fastballs. Well, you know, the thing about the bullpen is that when you when you get a guy that's coming in necessarily cold, just he hadn't really thrown pitches yet today, you, you can kind of sit back and, and let him go for the first couple of pitches and see if he's going to walk you. However, Auburn doesn't have that luxury here. Cosby, yes, he did, 0-1. The th also thing is Whippert is a great guy to come in after Sanders. Fastball changeup, curved guy from the left side, and now you get kind of a, a, a good fastball coming in from the right side in the mid to upper 80s. It's hard for Auburn to make that adjustment. 0-1. And Auburn just right now not able to time it up, 0-2. Waldrop was late on three straight fastballs. Cosby hasn't been able to time it up. Speaks late on the fastball on the ground out of the second baseman. 
Yotsu. Foul that one off. The other thing is, is as you see it more, now you can time it up. The other thing is with a good fastball, or fast fastball, hard fastball, all you got to do is time it up one time and, and it disappears. Oh, that's the other thing, you know. You have a bullpen pitcher that comes in, you're not really concerned about working pitches into him. Then now it's just see ball, hit ball. On deck is Todd Clay. 0 2. Fastball on the inside corner, call strike three. Impressive inning there by Whippert. 1 2 3, go the Tigers in the seventh. We head to the bottom, Tigers three outs away from going 1 0 here in this series. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! Bottom half of the seventh inning. 4-5-6 duet for the Red Devils. Russell, Sanders, and Bedford. Russell, one for two on the day. He's grounded out to the third baseman, and he's single. Olsen working into the seventh inning here. 73 pitches. The Auburn student section on their feet. Nice crowd by the Auburn students showing up here in Phoenix City. Just down 280. Stretch and the pitch. Fastball up and out of the zone. 1-0. If you're wondering about a closer, Jace Norton has been the guy, but might be Zach, well, Evan Pope. But I see and also this might just be Ole's game. Fouled off towards the football stadium. 1-1. Really no reason to change yet. Kind of ask you in, during the break about Jason Norton and really no reason to no reason to doubt Ryan Olson yet on the hill. Jace has four saves on the season. One one on the way. Hit hard in the left field. Down on a base hit. Sully Speaks is going to get to it. It's a leadoff single, and that will bring up the tie and run. Two hit day for Bryce or for Landon Russell. Well, down two nothing. Central comes into the inning there, blooping a blast away from tying it right back up. And a little more than a bloop there by Landon Russell. That was hit on the screws. Two hard hit balls for Russell. He's got two hits. Sanders bunted his way on in the seconds, reached on a, on a bunt single with Pat slips, and then he struck out looking back in the fourth. Outside corner, 0-1. Good pitch by Olsen to get ahead. Olsen comes set, checks the runner over at first. Just missed the inside corner, one-on-one. 
think Walker Zapp thought that one was a strike. It, I, yeah, but also looked like Walker reached a little bit for that one. Pick attempt. Russell back in time. Top, bottom of the seventh, rather. Two-nothing, Auburn leads. One on, nobody out. Five-hole hitter Bryce Sanders is your batter. The 1-1. One, one. Foul off towards the parking lot, and that's bound to hit a car. One and two. Scott, you know what the good thing is, is that that's not going to hit my car. <laughs> Selfish. Olsen with a long look in will come set. The one-two. All speed high. Curveball doesn't move out of the out of the hand. Stays right where it was. Two and two. I'd like to see Ryan go get the hitter here on two and two. You don't want to go to three-two. If you walk this guy, all of a sudden things start looking a little bit yeah. a things little bit tighter. Dicey. Two-two. Fastball up and out of the zone. Three and two. We'll see if Russell gets a head start over it first. Here from the dugout, make him swing it. Don't want to give up free, pace, free bases here, and, and all of a sudden things get dicey in the seventh. Yeah, that's the thing. Hitters going to get themselves out 70% of the time. Throw it to him. 3-2, ball four. Two on, nobody out. I may not need to talk anymore, Scott. I keep speaking things into existence. Preston Bedford will be the batter. 0 for 2 on the day. Long walk from Coach Simo out to the mound. I, I don't see anybody ready to come in. I think this is a settle down conversation here. It's six, seven, eight due up for the Red Devils. 0 for 2, 0 for 2, 0 for 2. Go at them. I mentioned it earlier in this game. Ryan Olson been very good as you read those stats in the bottom of the order. I think Coach Simo is is going to be content with just letting his senior righty go at him here. Yeah, you know, go out there and, 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 and attack. You know, I want to say this. Central time is called. And we'll have a pinch runner. It is an honest-to-goodness pinch runner down at first base. Number 24, it is uh, – that's a mistype. I know that much. It is Case and Page. Wonder what happened to Case and Page. Well, well, the H and the G are close to each other on the keyboard. <laughs> Eighty-one pitches here for Ryan Olson. Two on. Nobody out here in the seventh. Tigers lead 2-0. Fastball up and out of the zone. One and zero. And been missing up with that fastball the last couple of pitches. We'll see him get it down in the zone. That strike zone been a little bit below the belt today. What up? Popped up, left side. Sully Speaks ranging over. He'll make the catch, no tag. And a nice throw in from Speaks, one out. That's a big out. That's a huge out. That'll bring up Carson Gilly, 0 for 2 on the day. A strikeout, and he tried to bunt his way on back in the fifth. And the bigger thing there from Speaks is you didn't fall asleep. Both runners were looking to tag on that one, and so 
if he didn't, if he falls asleep and doesn't really get it in, runners move up and you got him in scoring position. It's great work out there by Speaks to get the Let's ball. See in what quick. Pat does here at third. Gilly ability to bunt. Pat is back, so now the the bunt can be in play here and would set up a, a tough situation for Auburn. Gilly late on the fastball over one. Well, you wonder why more hitters don't recognize that and do that with the third baseman all the way back like that. It can be a risky play, but if you lay down a good one, there's no stopping a fast runner. Giving the nod is Olsen. The 0-1 on the way. Foul off, 0-2. See what Auburn decides to do here. Do they want to go all speed? Challenge with the fastball. With two on, one out now. Here in the seventh, Auburn leads one nothing, or two nothing rather. Do you waste a fastball up? Maybe a maybe a breaking ball on one and two. Try to get him to swing it one in the dirt. And the pitch. Fastball missed. One two. Sorry, two and two. No, it's one two. Yeah, one, two. one two. Central, I will give them a lot of credit here on the scoreboard. They are so fast on the scoreboard that at times I see it look up. It's already up there. I'm used to it. At times it's a little bit later on the pitch, on the uh, on the take for giving the, the strike of the ball up on the scoreboard. As Olsen swings around just to keep Russell honest over at second. Don't want to give up a, a free bag just because you go to sleep on the mound. Olsen comes set. The one-two. Off-speed pitch, Zap keeps it in front of him, 2-2. Two two. Great stop by Walker Zap. That keeps runners at first and second. And now a fly ball to the outfield, or even just a base hit somewhere, not going to score your tying run. Auburn does have a 2-0 lead. Fastball missed out of the zone. Off-speed missed out of the zone. We'll see what Ole decides to go with right here to seven-hole hitter Carson Gilly. Long look in here from Brian Olson, and he'll come set. Time called by Gilly at the plate. Landon Russell down at second, kind of toying with his future teammate Ryan Olson on the mound here. He has got great speed down at second. 2-2. Got him swinging. Big time fastball there. Actually, might have been a little bit of changeup. Looked like the drop. Two outs now, and that'll bring up Hart Hughes. The DH 0 for 2 on the day. Looks like we'll have a, a pinch hitter. It'll be, it'll be number 16, Landon Beaver. Excuse me, Scott, but a, a big pitch there by Olsen. Comes back, you mentioned it, that changeup drops off. And, and the, the, the other big thing about that at bat is that the runners don't move up to second and third. So now a single to the outfield is still not going to tie the game. Beaver will be the batter, 10 for 46, 217 average, three doubles on the year, 12 RBIs. It sets up a lefty-righty matchup as opposed to the righty-righty matchup that Hughes had. Also, Hart Hughes struck out twice. Two on, two out here, bottom of the seventh. Tigers looking to finish this one off. On deck, nine-hole hitter, Caleb Nix. Fastball, misses in, 1-0. Been impressed with the job Walker Zapp has done behind the plate thus far today. I don't know if, if Olsen wanted the call or if he was upset with the little dirt kick that Beaver had back at him on the, on the fastball. 
1-0. In the dirt. Zap keeps it in front of him. 2-0. I'll sing his praises again, Scott. Yeah. That's a Zap's been very good today. Very good. Also, we mentioned 73 pitches coming into this inning up at 90 now. Pitch count starting to get up there. Auburn and out away from ending this thing. Though. Two up. Lifted. Right field. That ball's gone. It's a three-run homer. This game's over. Central wins. A pinch hit three-run homer on a 2-0 fastball in the inside corner. And the Red Devils take game one here in the semifinal series. A single and a walk. Started the inning, and then two outs, and then a pinch hit home run by number 16, Landon Beaver, ends this ball game. Three to two, your final score. We'll be back in about 35 minutes in a winner, when a must win game for Auburn High School as they drop game one three to two. And just the second time that Auburn High had a lead in the sixth or in the seventh, and they fall a game. And, and last time it was to Dothan. This time it's here in the playoffs to Central. They come from behind victory for the Red Devils. They did it against Smith. They scored six in the bottom of the seventh to sweep the Panthers on the last game of the regular season. They scored three here in the bottom of the seventh, a walk-off three-run home run to right field for Beaver, and that'll and, and that does it. So Auburn will have to bounce back. And man, oh man, does that run that Auburn didn't get on the missed call at first base come back to haunt the Tigers. We'll be back in 35 minutes. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Auburn High School Baseball on 96.3 W. Lee was presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, South State Bank, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Gouge Performing Arts Center, Auburn Bank, and University Ace Hardware. The Auburn High School Tigers play here on 96.3 W. Lee. This has been an Auburn Network production.